welcome to the Weekly Wheel Podcast. If you are here for the first time, try your best to be mindful that meditation is not about self-control, or not thinking, or unending bliss, or arriving at a place of perfection. It is simply being open to life as it is. We call this awareness of authentic reality. You will probably fail at remembering this again and again. Just be patient with yourself and with the process. When it feels like you are accomplishing nothing, know that meditation is not about accomplishing anything. When dinner is cooking on the stove, it is not accomplishing anything. Nevertheless, it is transformed. Before we begin our sitting meditation, you may choose to sit on a cushion or you may choose to sit in a chair. Either is fine. First, we'll center ourselves so that our back is straight. If you're sitting in a chair, you may want to sit forward in the chair and not use the backrest. This forces you to sit upright on your own. So if you're sitting in the chair, place your feet flat on the floor, place your hands on your thighs, and first we're going to gently rock from side to side. Gently rock from side to side, gradually make that movement smaller like a pendulum that's coming to rest, and you will sense or feel your balance point left and right. Now do the same forward and back. Gently rock forward and back, forward and back, gradually making that movement smaller, and find your center point of balance forward and back. Now you're centered, your back is straight, you're balanced. Your chin is tucked down slightly. Your eyes are half open and half closed. Don't close your eyes completely during meditation. Half open and half closed, looking slightly down a few feet ahead of you. Hand position. Place your left hand into the palm of your right hand and your thumbs are touching, uh, forming a circle as if you're gently holding an egg perhaps, and place your hands uh, over your navel area. Be relaxed, don't be tense during meditation, so you may want to raise your shoulders up and drop them down to relax your shoulders before we begin our first sitting meditation. Once you're settled, centered, and grounded, then at the sound of the bell, we'll begin our first sitting meditation.
Put your hands together in Gosho and bow. Naman doubles, Naman doubles, Naman doubles, Naman doubles, Naman doubles, Naman doubles. You may stretch your legs and then please stand. We will now have our standing meditation session. Your upper body is in the same position as for sitting meditation. Straight head and spine, shoulders back, eyes half open, hands comfortably positioned in front. Legs should be shoulder width apart with knees slightly bent. Again, rock forward and backward and side to side to find your center. Standing meditation reminds us to take our meditation practice out into the world. Waiting in line at the store, being stuck in traffic, going through TSA security at the airport. Over time, meditation becomes a practice for the body and mind that can be recalled when needed most in situations that may be merely annoying, perhaps frustrating, or even stressful. We will begin at the sound of the bell.
Please join me in God's show. Namo Amida Boots. 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 Return to your seat or cushion. Sitting in this way, we might wonder what purpose we are achieving. Actually, there is no specific purpose. I think it's really to make us aware of what sitting is, what breathing is, standing is. What are these simple activities that we do most of the time without thinking about them at all? We'll begin our second sitting at the bell.
We will now begin our chanting segment. Chanting is another form of meditation. Through chanting, we have to be present in the moment as we concentrate on each syllable that's presented before us. It is a way for us to calm our minds and to be in the here and now. Today, lecture chant in Sambujo. Uh, you can turn to page 29 of OCBC uh, service book if you have. In Sambujo, uh, English title is Three Respectful Callings. So I want to explain uh, three respectful callings. So we welcome Amida Buddha. The translation says, we respectively welcome Abhida Buddha to our temple as we scatter flowers of joy. And we respectively welcome Shakamuni Buddha to our temple as we scatter flowers of joy. And we respectively welcome the Buddhas of all times and places to our temple as we scatter flowers of joy. So we welcome first Amida Buddha, second Jagamuni Buddha, and third all the Buddhas residing in ten directions of all times and places that we are saying. So this Sambujo is chanted in any occasion, particularly uh, at the beginning of service, memorial service, and funeral and waiting anytime as an opening. So join me chanting a Sambujo together. First, join me Gashyo, please put your palms together. We say Namo Amida Butsu. We call Amida Buddha's name together. Namo Amida Butsu. Namo Amida Butsu. Namo Amida Butsu. Bow. Oh, 
Hello, this is Reverend John Turner from the Orange County Buddhist Church. And today, I would like to talk about Walking the Tightrope. Austin City Limits is a music show on PBS that features different artists each week with live performances. On Saturday, October 17th at 6 p.m., Stevie Ray Vaughan on Austin City Limits, 30 Years On, premiered. It consisted of two live appearances on stage in 1983 and 1989, which ranks among the most highly requested episodes in the program's archives. I had the pleasure of watching this show a week later. It was season 46, episode 3. I was a little confused by the title. It seemed like it should have been 46 years on, not 30 years on. Stevie Ray Vaughan is arguably the greatest guitarist of his generation. In 1983, he released his first album, Texas Flood, and played guitar on David Bowie's Let's Dance album. This is when I first discovered Stevie Ray Vaughan. During this time, I was taking guitar lessons and struggled to play his songs. The first song of his that I tried to learn was Mary Had a Little Lamb, a rhythm and blues nursery rhyme. I found that I could hit all the notes like Stevie Ray Vaughan, but I could never sound like SRV. He had an innate feel that was relaxed, but always in the pocket. During the late 1980s, I was able to see him live in concert twice with his band Double Trouble. He was amazing. When I play guitar, I can either play or sing, but never both. For Stevie Ray, his guitar was his voice. The guitar was able to express whatever he was thinking or feeling effortlessly. It was part of him. During one of these shows, he unexpectedly stopped and started talking to the audience about his struggles with drug and alcohol addiction. It was a bit surreal and paradoxical. He was trying to warn fans about the dangers of addiction to an inebriated audience yelling, play on. It was a very sad and poignant moment. He was saying something very profound, but no one was listening. In 1989, he released the Instep album. It was nearly as popular as Texas Flood. It included two hit songs. Crossfire, and Tightrope. Crossfire would go on to become a sort of anthem for the Iraq War, though that was not his intention or what the song was about. I was never really sure what Tightrope was about, 
But both songs had this theme of being in a dangerous spot and the importance of being in step. Then, on Monday, August 27, 1990, I heard the news. Stevie Ray Vaughan had died in a helicopter crash, much like Kobe Bryant, into a hill in the fog. It seemed so sad. He was only 35 years old. He had just conquered his addictions and was living a new life. So this is what 30 years on means. It's been 30 years on since he has passed away. Thus, the Austin City Limits program was in memorial to him. As I watched, I realized that I had left the subtitles on for all those British masterpiece theater shows that I have trouble understanding due to the strong accents. It was then that Stevie Ray Vaughan began to play Tightrope. These lyrics scrolled across the screen as subtitles. Caught up in a whirlwind, can't catch my breath. Knee deep in hot water, broke out in a cold sweat. Can't catch a turtle in this rat race. Feels like I'm losing time at a breakneck pace. Afraid of my own shadow in the face of grace. Heart full of darkness, spotlight on my face. There's love all around me, but I was looking for revenge. Thank God it never found me, would have been the end. Walking the tightrope, stepping on my friends. Walking the tightrope was a shame and a sin. Walking the tightrope between wrong and right. Walking the tightrope both day and night. Looking back in front of me, in the mirrors, a grin. Through eyes of love, I see I'm really looking at a friend. We've all had our problems. That's the way life is. My heart goes out to others who are there to make amends. I had not missed his verbal testimonial at his concert, but I had missed the meaning behind this song. I was too busy being entertained to actually listen to what he was saying. But this song revealed itself to me as it scrolled across the screen. It is his final message to us, advice not just for the attic, but for life itself. We are all walking the tightrope. It is very poetic, I think. He left his final message to us in his last album after becoming clear-headed and sober. He is even bowing on the cover and then tragically dying in a very horrific way much too soon. But many of us never see our lives clearly, no matter how long we live. We are often drunk on our own thoughts and opinions, never seeing things as they truly are. We, too, are living in some very precarious times right now. It feels like we are all walking a tightrope between wrong and right and both day and night. Rather than looking for revenge, I hope we can see Amita's light that is all around us. We have all had our problems, so let's try to make amends. Perhaps moving forwards, we can look for solutions rather than blame. Then we, too, can be in step with all those around us and successfully navigate this tightrope we're on. Thank you very much. Namo Amidabuts. Namo Amidabuts. Namo Amidabuts. Namo Amidabuts. This concludes our podcast. We hope you enjoyed listening and gained something from this segment. Please join us again. And thank you. For access to all the monthly minister messages, please visit the Orange County Buddhist Church website at ocbuddhist.org. And at the bottom of the homepage, you will see all the minister's messages sorted by date for you to read and think about 
and comment on. I hope to see you there. Happy reading. Today's program was presented by Reverend John Turner, Reverend Marvin Harada, Reverend Dr. Matsumi Wondran, Reverend Ellen Crane, Minister Assistant Ron Tabor, Minister's Assistant James Pollard, Minister's Assistant Janice Hirohum, and Minister's Assistant Matthew Sowers. Executive Producers Reverend John Turner and Jim Scott. Produced by the Buddhist Education Center of Orange County Buddhist Church, Anaheim, California, USA. Directed and engineered by Reverend John Turner. Produced by the Buddhist Education Center of Orange County Buddhist Church, Anaheim, California, USA. Directed and engineered by Reverend John Turner. Edited by Jim Scott. This program includes excerpts from Time Stood Still by Ryan Lee, used with permission. This program is copyright 2021 by the Orange County Buddhist Church, Anaheim, California, USA. All rights reserved. We hope you'll join us for future podcasts, or please check out our Buddhist online program at everydaybuddhist.org. Our website is ocbuddhist.org There are Dharma messages that you can read on the website and the online program has a number of Buddhist education courses from introductory level to study of Buddhist texts. If you've never attended one of our meditation services, we're located at 909 Southdale Avenue in Anaheim. Thank you for joining us today.